Hi, I'm Ki. Hello, I'm Jam. And for this episode, we supposedly have a guest, but unfortunately, she was not able to save her file. And we also did not do a second take for this. So I hope it will still make sense though. Anyway, enough for that intro. Welcome to the third episode of Random, Random Musings! <laughs> okay, so for this episode for the month of April, the title for this podcast episode is Oh to be a wise fool. So we chose this topic thinking that as we start April, the usual practice that we are doing is we crack jokes, we sometimes pull prank over someone, and because of that, that has become somehow how we always welcome April. So it's like April Fools, and then everyone would just, you know, crack jokes and all that things. And because of that, we would like to have this episode discuss on topics around cracking jokes, pulling pranks, about lying, all those things that is related into those things. And of course, the most important part, a hypothetical question that we would always like to answer at the end of this episode. And for this episode, the question is, foolish or wise? So, yes, let's begin. <laughs> okay, so I think since it's April, uh, we'd like to talk about April Fools. Do you have any idea, like h- how it started or when it started? I mean, when did this began? This like April Fool's Day. I really have no idea. <laughs> actually, me, actually, me too. <laughs> I don't know when when it started. Why did we have this April Fool's Day though? Okay, go go ahead, Jam. <laughs> yeah, I actually tried searching like the origin, whatever, of this April Fool's Day. But actually, the th- the short answer is that nobody knows for sure, and that uh, what was known is just was like a, just a custom in Europe. But they don't know like the roots of this tradition. So actually, we don't know anything about the origins of this. Hello, it's me again, interrupting, but I would like to interrupt in this segment as we do not have enough matter to the question that was asked by Jam. And I just realized that I actually knew about this, or I have a matter that I I have not thought of during the time that we were recording. So what I remember was it's because of the calendar shift, wherein the usual start of the calendar was supposed to be april i'm not also very sure of that but it's somehow related to the shift of the calendar use and because of that it was during those time that the shift of the calendar has not been somehow equally being applied by the people so there are people who would now let's say we would start the year in january but then there are still people who would start the year in april and so they call those people who would start the year on april the april fools because i don't know they're not updated is that the word that they used before and i think it starts from there wherein there are people who would i guess purposefully celebrate new year on april 1st so yeah we can go ahead to continue with the discussion in peace thanks okay but since we don't have an actual answer into that question can you guys recall when was the very 
first time that you somehow understood the term April Fools and then you yourself pulled a prank or maybe you were the one who was the recipient of a prank or a joke? Okay, my life is boring. I mean, <laughs> nobody has pulled pranks on me. That's really <laughs> memorable. <laughs> so I can't think of one instance about April Fools. But in the age of like social media, especially back in the day when everyone's like posting, constantly posting on Facebook status. Remember those days back in high school? Constantly updating your status. Like people would post like jokes or something really like shocking and then you remember like oh okay it's april 1st so it must be just a joke so yeah that's it actually but i can't remember like somebody pulled a prank on me because it's april fools what about you guys on the contrary i tried pulling a prank on people (laughs) (laughs) as expected so um what I can remember was I think I was in fourth year high school and during that time class ended by March so by April we, we don't have classes we're having our vacation and by that time I was with my cousins and we were just chilling you know and then while we were there we kind of actually forgot that it's April 1st and then we kind of remembered up until I think late at night after we ate our dinner and we remembered hola April Fool's so we were thinking, what joke can we do? Or what, what prank can we pull off? I have two cousins with me. So it's the three of us who decided that it will be my account on Facebook. And then the two of them will comment RIP. It's a really bad joke. But oh my. <laughs> it's a really bad joke. So they, they commented RIP. And then and everyone just went gaga. I mean... My phone is ringing. They want to make sure that I'm still alive. What happened to me? <laughs> it was the it was the first and the only prank I think that went like so low that we find it very funny then. But then, kind of looking back, it's it's a really a lame joke. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a it's, bad joke. <laughs> it's not really a good joke. Yeah, <laughs> but you were young and um, stupid. <laughs> Similarly, I think it is also important, especially for the young ones in high school or in perhaps uh, college, that I see posts from time to time reminding people of what are not good jokes about. Like, it's not good to joke about terrorism. It's not good to joke about bombs. And I find, I personally find them helpful, especially that I I pulled a very bad prank when I was younger. It's kind of... It's kind of like a reminder that your jokes can go too far, so you have to be careful about it. Yeah, and speaking of those reminders, there's this, you know, video circulating, right, about... Okay, I'm not gonna mention the name, but you know him. And he likes to make bad jokes, like... There's this video on his birthday when he was, was trying to blow a cake. And he tried to, like, grab his house helpers, you know... And then they make an excuse that it's just a joke. It's just like a Visayan humor and all that. But people actually said that, you know, it's this is not like Visayan humor or whatever. This is actually just a bad joke. This is something that you should not joke about. So yeah, I, I'm glad that people are speaking out about that. To remind those young, impressionable teens and kids that these kinds of jokes are actually not funny at all. In line with that train of thought, 
I kind of think that when you talk about jokes, someone would always tell me, when it is a joke, it's supposed to be funny, right? You can't call it a joke when it's not funny. But the question here is, what if you find it funny, but then another person will find it somehow offensive? How are you going to reconcile the idea that, okay, this is a joke for me, but then this person doesn't see it as a joke? How do you consider that that joke is a joke if there are two ways to look at it? I think if I'm the one cracking the joke and thinking it's funny, but another person was offended by it, I think that I should just apologize and um, consider, like, why is this offensive for him? Um, also, um, remember to respect other people's boundaries. And if you cross the line and that's, like, below the belt for them, then you should stop. Even if you think you're, you're very funny, but for them, it's not. So to somehow wrap up our idea on jokes, it largely depends on the recipient. If the, the one who's saying the joke does not really see that as a joke, but then the person who receives it will compliment that as a joke, then that becomes a joke, right? On the other hand, if the person who's telling the joke will find it as a joke, let's say, about doing some activities that they find funny, but the person or the recipient of that joke does not really find that funny, then that will cancel out that joke. I agree. <laughs> yeah, somehow like an anatomy of what a joke is. But speaking of, with the example given by Jam a while ago, that there are people who does not really see jokes the way that we do. So I think the anatomy is very helpful for these people, especially those that excused very offensive behaviors and say, oh, it's just, just a joke. There's no malice in it. It's, it's your problem. You're putting some malice. Like, really? <laughs> so moving forward, onto the next part of this episode, we can also agree that there are jokes or a part of the joke involve you lying, perhaps in the first, especially pranks. You have to lie or you are lying in the first part of it and then you just kind of reveal that it's a prank and then that would somehow cancel out all the lying you did and just made it like, oh, it's a joke. So from the joke topic going to lying, lies, have you been lied to? And is lying acceptable at any level? Hmm. Hmm. You go first. What do you think? So let's go first on the general idea of lying. I think we can all agree when we try to define lying as not telling the truth. But on a more specific definition, do you still consider it lying when you have given half the truth? When you have not given the entire truth? All those, you know, philosophical things to think about. Um, sometimes there's situations where you have to not completely tell the truth in order to um, protect this person's feelings. So I think that's what you call a white lie, right? But it's still a lie, even though you have good intentions. So yeah, there's really a fine line. And about the question like, what is a lie? I think a lie is anything that just withholding the truth so even if you say like, okay, I, I did not tell you this to protect you or save you, spare your feelings or whatever, it's still a lie. So it depends on like the person you withhold the truth from if like they see your intention, if they accept that, even though for you that like, you have good intentions. 
So from Jam's answer, are you saying that there is some level of lie that is acceptable? <gasps> is that the point of the white lie? Um, I think it depends on the person you're lying to. Like, oh, okay, I accept that. That okay, you did that. You did that to um, protect my feelings. I don't know really. Correct me if I'm wrong, but what I get from what you guys are telling me is that a lie is not getting the entire truth. There's no in between. Like either you get the whole truth or you are lying. Yeah, for me, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, because I'd like to raise uh, a different, let's say, point of view in that situation. Because how I look at lie, like lying, is actually giving you. A false information. That's how I I would define that. And if someone is going to give me truth, let's say in a hundred percent, only twenty five percent of the truth, I would consider that as truth, and I would think of reasons why the person would not want to give me the entire truth. But I would tag that as truth rather than oh, this is not the entire truth. Therefore, it's a lie. Hmm. Okay. Um, for that reason, there are times when you say like a piece of the entire thing that's true for different reasons. There are reasons that they would actively just want you to see a good side. You know, for example, in cheating part, like, okay, I went there and then they just disclosed the part wherein they also went to the other side of the road or anything. In my terms, that would be the truth, but then just because they did not tell me about the other part of the truth, for the reason that they know I will not feel good about it, then that truth becomes a lie. But I'm just making it more complicated, right? <laughs> If I'm going to give you another example, okay. let's say the same person just told me that oh I went there, but then they haven't told me that they went on the other side, just because they think that's irrelevant. But if I knew it, if they told me about it, I would just like okay, nah, whatever. I would still consider that truth though. From what I understood, it like you were omitting information that was important for me. So I thought like, yeah, that's straight up lying still for me. But when she explained like, okay, if it's not like significant for me or consequential, then okay, that's fine. I mean, you don't have to tell everything as long as you just told me like all the details that I have to know. Okay, I agree with that. Now the problem will enter if the situation is different because in the answers you have given, it seems like you have to have a a mutual understanding with the other person of what is important to you and what is not, right? Because they can't be omitting things that you think is irrelevant to the other person if they don't like, actually understand you, and vice versa. But what if? In the same situation, but then that person, the person who's let's say suspected of lying, omitted parts of the story because let's say he honestly think that you don't care about it, but when you knew about it, it's a big deal for you, and you were like, it's it's important for me. You're lying. So how are you going to look at that situation over there? I mean, how do you know he's actually genuinely unaware that? Hmm. Let's just give him the benefit of the doubt that he really doesn't know. For him, it's it's like straight up. 
I think this is irrelevant. But then you thought that it's not irrelevant. Uh, and then you suddenly just think, oh no, you are lying to me because you know this is important. And then this other person would try to rebut that. I actually don't know that's important for you. Oh, okay. How are you going to look at this situation? Well, if he's genuinely like innocent about that, then I think we can just excuse that. I mean, what can you do? Like we can excuse, but is it lying or do you tag that as no? He's just um, being truthful. I don't think it's lying because the intention wasn't to hide that at all. Well, I think because of that, we were able to somehow refine how we define honest. I mean, define lying is that it needs an actual intention of lying or hiding parts of the truth. For some purposes or for reasons, so um, I think this is the second to the last question that we have to answer, or a situation that we have to relive, and it's about a situation where someone yeah. made a fool out of you. Yeah, let's go into a more serious, serious note, like actually being lied to, like you're being made a fool of. If that's okay with you, though. You can give any example. Hmm, if I have to think about it, perhaps not me directly, but my parents. This is my brother. So my kuya went to, let's say, he took up nursing. Or let's just go further from that. He took up IT first as his first course. And we were still in Bohol that time. And he was in Cebu. And he was, he was studying there. And... Because he's far away from time to time, he would ask for his allowance or extra money for this and that, some project and whatever. And my parents actually just sent money. But then, when he went home, he's got an NC, which is like not complete or something, which is fine for the first time. So from there, he shifted into a different course. So now he's taking nursing. But then, you know, same thing happened. And I think that's relevant for me because it's like the first time I've, I've seen my dad cry and I think he felt like he was made he was made a fool of by my brother because of that situation I guess how about you Jam? Yeah, so speaking of brothers uh, at, one, at some point I think my brother did similar thing but he was in high school so he goes to school like early uh, otherwise, if he'd be late, there's like community service. So every day, he prepares for school, he wears his uniform, asks for allowance. I think he, he was fourth year. And then my mother, my mother is a, kind of like a doting mother. Like she'd know like um, parents meeting and all that. She'd attend all that. She'd know when the cards will be distributed and all that. So um, my mother at at this one point, she was like, okay, it's supposed to be like distribution of cards. Wow, where's your school card? Like that. And my brother couldn't give it to her. So my mom was like, okay, I'm going to the school. I'm going to get it myself, blah, blah, blah. So when my mom got there, so it hurts her price. My brother has been absent from school for like a month. And she was, <laughs> yeah. And then my mom was like, no, my son goes to school every day. Like he wears a uniform. He goes to school like... 6.30, he leaves the house and then comes home like, like you know, like he goes to school. And then like the prefect of students was like, 
no ma'am, he's been absent for like a month already, blah, blah, blah. So if he doesn't attend class or make up for this, that like he wouldn't be able to graduate high school. So my mom talked to my brother and he was like, my brother was like, so he was just commuting. So that's what his excuse. Like if he goes there late, he's gonna get community service anyway. So he just chose being absent. So yeah, my, my brother, I don't know what was going on in his mind. But thinking he could get away with it. Like, I don't know. But yeah, my poor parents. So from then on, my mom fetches my brother uh, every day <laughs> from school until he graduated high school. Well, I think that's a lot of sharing of thoughts and experiences. And for us to wrap up this session, session, this episode, we have an overarching question. It's a very vague question. Yeah. The question is just foolish or wise. But then, for us to be able to answer this, we'll just relate it into where you are in your life right now. Char. If you're going to assess yourselves to where you are at the present moment, do you consider yourself foolish or wise? Okay, we'll make that the question. I'll answer first. I like to hear your answer. Right. <laughs> I'll say foolish. But okay, if I'm going to look at foolish and wise, I would look at them like a spectrum and then one end is foolish and then the other end is wise. And there's a lot of other levels in between. So maybe I'm still in the foolish side, but perhaps closer to the neutral, I guess. Not that foolish anymore, but in general, still foolish. But getting there, hoping to be wise someday. Um, obviously, I'm still very foolish. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, when I look back, like from my behavior last year, I think, oh my God, I can't believe I do all these things or I think about these things. So yeah, I'm still very foolish in that. But the good thing is, I think every year <laughs> I'm getting wiser. A little bit. So overall, we consider ourselves still in the foolish side of the spectrum, I mean. But will we ever get into a point where we already consider ourselves, uh, I guess I'm wise now, on the wise end of the spectrum? Do you think so? I think there's always going to be a little bit of foolish in us. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, I can't say for sure. Because, you know, there are some people when get older, you can't really say that they're wise people. I'm not sure. <laughs> it just depends. I hope that when we grow older, we become like wiser. That's it. That's a very nice way to close the episode, right? On thoughts of wisdom on how to be wiser. And yes, I will always remember this because it's the first time that I hear about the, the quote from FCM first year that an unexamined life it's a life not worth living. So it'll take some time to introspect and allow yourself to be a little bit wiser every day. Yes, yeah, so we're we're done. We're done. <laughs> Bye. Bye.